Uh, so I will, Rex is going to be on in 20 minutes. Um, we had just left FTL above, uh, the planet Typhoid, uh, no, Typhus. So we can either bullshit for 20 minutes or we can start or some kind of blend there. I like it. I like the blend idea. Cause I don't really know what that means. Yeah, uh, sure. Like well, um, well, welcome well, Hollywood. We could just talk Warhammer for 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You guys. We got a cat. We got a captive audience because this RPG could start at any moment. This, you pay attention. this mini shit is the real reason you left Forbidden Lands. I know. I know. The, I know the shit. You know, I got to ask Backdoor. I was listening to your last episode. You know, I enjoyed it as always. But was Thank the you. Warhammer set? Was that like a cry for help that we're all ignoring? Are we? Yes. Are we <laughs> supposed to be intervening or something? I keep sending <laughs> flags. And I still, I, have you seen the? Uh, how I Some of us brother? are actively enabling it. So yeah. <laughs> You've seen the intervention gif? That's what we need. In fact, I, some of us actually started it, I think. I just posted an innocent link to Cursed City. And oh, yeah. Said, <clears throat> to be fair, you were the second person to send me Cursed City, but like it's that second hit that then, like. Oh, yeah. Then that's now what really this, is, this, this is enabling. This is, trending. this is trending. I need to do something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the guy I used yeah, to play. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, I blink torture with my eyes in Morse code to Rich while we record, and he just like stares at me with a blank face. <laughs> that motherfucker's stone cold. <laughs> Did you put the February one up yet? Yeah, we just went up. Okay. So how how is everyone? What's everyone drinking? Art, you drinking anything? No, I'm sticking to Ice Tea. Uh, I think I let. Uh, oh no, it was Unforbidden Lands. I might have mentioned it. My wife had some weird blood work come back, so we have to. I don't have to cut back, but she sort of has to cut back a little bit, and so I do it mm, as a yeah. solidarity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Duck, are you feeling good enough to drink? Or I am. I made. I even made myself a uh, variation. So, like, I took everything that's in a mai tai and changed it slightly. So instead of an almond, I have a pecan liqueur. And then instead of orange, I have a uh, kiwi coconut. <laughs> and okay. Instead of, well, I did do rum, and uh, made your very own rum margarita tonight. So. Yes, my rum margarita. <laughs> um, it's actually it's, and then uh, and then I uh, put a twist of lemon in it. It's surprisingly good. I was like, I was just pulling shit off the shelves. I'm like, I wonder how all this is together. Nice, sweet. Uh, Kyle, you got a rum and coke going with that popcorn. <laughs> Uh, just, just Coke. I had a Manhattan earlier, so I'm just scaling it back for, to just Coke with my popcorn tonight. Very good. Hollywood, how's the, how's the water in, uh, California? You know, it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on the, uh, no drink for me either tonight. So. Oh yeah. I've just been hitting the sauce a lot for you today. He's up. It's fine. Yeah, we understand. Oh great, we intervened there, but not with this Warhammer bullshit. <laughs> I didn't intervene. I just, I just. Uh... Which which one's more dangerous for the guild? That's <laughs> <Yeah, sorry>. right. <laughs> the guy used to play board games with face to face here in town before he took off. He was super into Warhammer, but in the way you were describing uh, Matt in the podcast, where like all the backstory, the the history behind it, like he, it wasn't. I mean, he liked the game and the minis and whatever, but when he would go into the the detail that builds the universe. I was like, Whoa, all right. I did not expect that. Yeah. If it art, if you were to like talk to me and say, Hey, I'm reading this cool Warhammer book, like a month ago, I would have said, get, get out of here. 
<laughs> Go on, like, kid. Yeah, get. get. That's fucking nerdy. Like that's just like that's like what middle school boys read, and it is what middle school boys read, and it's what grown grown ass men read. Like me. I'm sorry. And I'm it, sorry. I thought that was the theme of the guild was middle yeah, school boys. It is, but it's fucking great. It's like man. it's like pro wrestling for nerds. It is it our soap fucking, opera. That is brilliant, dude. It pro is, wrestling is the real shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is grown men's soap opera, and as, it really case, is. In this case, instead of pro wrestling, which I think is idiotic, I go for stupid shit about space marines. So you know, sue me. Yeah, the lore is actually surprisingly, in my opinion, way better than it has any right to be. Yeah, I mean, at least well, better than pro wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> my wife recently told me, "I'm glad you don't watch wrestling anymore." <laughs> Dude, I, I've I've had some wrestling spurts. Yeah, it's you know it's a little and, fun sometimes. Yeah, in the past couple of years, although I haven't, I guess not a couple of years, probably a few years back, I would get like either SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Sure, and just watch it once with my brother-in-law. Or play those games. The games were fun. Fuck, the video games are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when the OG SmackDown came out on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. I played the shit out of that. Yeah. Even I, I enjoyed uh, the video games, even though I didn't know who anybody was or what the hell was going on. I made a character look just like me called Big Metal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. One of my fraternity brothers looks exactly like the big show. And uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. And Is so his name Chuck Love? Yeah. No, no, not Chuck Love. <laughs> I was listening back guy. to that episode. Except instead of calling him Big Show, we called him Big Chef because he liked to eat. So <laughs> well, I think Big Show does too. Hey, are you Strati guys good for Saturday? Yeah, I believe yep. so. Right cool. Rock and roll. Let me. Uh, I I just sent it to Jason. Um, he said it's going to go up on Thursday, but backdoor. I know you had to duck out early, so if you want me to uh, uh, Dropbox it to you, I can. Wait, did I drop from Strat early? You did. Yeah, oh, we did, did. We did yeah, a couple of things at the end. No, like Thursday, oh, I should be, um, I think it's going to be quite at the office on Friday, so I should be able to listen to it. Okay. That's right. Oh, I got, yeah, that's, I got three nights in a row, Scrod's the capper, so we'll see how much trouble I get in. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I realize I have a game every single day in, from now until Monday. Oh, you're wow. going to, you're going to have a conversation. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> yeah. I just told my sister, you don't mind cooking dinner all week, do you? <laughs> When's Spirit of 77? Is that tomorrow night? Tomorrow. It is. Yeah. C-Rack was just asking you guys what time you wanted to do it. And then what What? What do you have Friday, Hollywood? Uh, Friday, let me see. I think Friday is um, Bloody April. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Stuart is 77 tomorrow, SPQR Thursday, Bloody April Friday, Curse of Strahd Saturday, Alien Chariot of the Gods Sunday morning. Oof. Wow. Oh, pulling Whoa. a double. That's tough. Yeah. Oh, we got okay. a Rex. You Hey, Rex. Rex. Uh, I'm okay. Nothing to complain about that Merritt's complaining about. So. Very good. Well, we were just all comparing our favorite pro wrestlers when you came <laughs> in. Um, hmm. 
that's probably going to take too long. So uh, <laughs> the ultimate warrior. That's all you got to say. Um, well, cricket, 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 cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume that the consensus is Ric Flair, and it's really everyone's second favorite uh, wrestler at that point in time. Or Macho Man Randy Savage. Snap into a Slim Jim. We'll go with that. We have a <laughs> we have a majority vote on Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair is isn't that Dave's inspiration for his uh, <laughs> yes. Boy? I think yeah. so. I remember something along. Is he the woo? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome back to Alien Fellows. Uh, let's see. Last time you guys broke the ship a whole bunch. Mm. Um, in your approach in Skedaddle to uh, Typhus. Uh, to recover the infelitas, so typhoid and fellatio. Uh, a couple other highlights, uh, Dr. Ascot, you were able to get a message out to Dr. Gupta, but more importantly, you were able to connect with one Miss Eliza on Spacebook. On Spacebook, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are we still on the old technology of Roll20 for this stuff? I'm just, just asking for <laughs> the old technology. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll, I'm going to post let me get my hand cranked out. Get your abacus to help you count up the numbers. That's right. Mm. Let me try get some like feedback. I don't know why. Um, it's not me. I went headphones. No, no, it's like a metal twang. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, let's see. So, just situation on your ship. Uh, gravity is still off. Uh, there's only three pairs of mag boots. Just keep that in mind, and you're all waking up. Uh, the thrusters are online thanks to Chuck's efforts, but those are patched together. There seems to be some kind of virus on the PC. Um, <laughs> the auto dock is back online, but patched together. The coffee uh, maker is working again. The and coffee the espresso. Machine. Amen. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. The espresso is on the new ship. But oh, the coffee, right, right, right. Okay. The coffee pot, you assume, will work as soon as gravity yeah. is restored. Um, and I guess probably the big thing I is... Uh, number one priority is to centrifuge the coffee pots. I was going to say, the, the drip yeah, the drip coffee maker is not going to work in a zero-G environment. Um, you it could guys be one of those uh, hot, hot beef injection coffee makers. <laughs> <laughs> it could have, but it isn't. <laughs> So grab offline, sensors offline, and only three pairs of mag boots. And you guys yeah. were approaching the... You were just coming out of FTL uh, travel. Any any questions before we get going? That sounds like a future country song. <laughs> <laughs> and it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Yes. Uh, Roll20 Roll <laughs> apparently knows that I've betrayed it because it is not opening for me. There, 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 there we go. On our star map. All right, everyone good? Good. All set. All right. Um, so I wanted to flesh out. Uh, your sensors may be offline, but um, I just want to flush out a little bit more on, on the planet before we, we dive in so you guys know a little bit what to uh, expect. Uh, so Typhus is a, is a giant planet that orbits a subgiant star. Um which is, uh, it's an F-type star, so it's like a really, it's not like burning blue, but it's a very bright white. It's a very bright, hot star 
the average temperature on typhus is probably about 80 degrees celsius um it's got a corrosive toxic atmosphere uh, so you may want to keep that in mind um and it's it's very arid dry desert um no readily available water um one of the things that that chuck recalled last time was um really the whole planet has kind of fallen into disrepair about 25 30 years ago there was a massive solar flare this was like a energy processing uh planet uh that processed a lot of radiation and then just solar energy from this star um and a massive solar flare basically knocked everything offline about 25 years ago um and since then the the claims to this planet and the energy facility mass energy facility has been like bought and sold and packaged and repackaged that the actual ownership to typhus and, and the energy facility isn't isn't really clear anymore um so yeah that's that's typhus and you guys you guys approach this uh bright orange tan planet and you wake from uh ftl drive and you're all up in the uh over there i feel like uh Cat Mace, uh, we ought to get we ought to work on the sensors first since we're approaching a planet. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we need to know exactly what's down there. Uh, sorry, and you said the, the atmosphere yeah, is corrosive, yeah, like right? That's pretty well documented, so yeah, yeah. Then we don't want to make any errors or get surprised did, by did something I not like that. fix the sensors? I nope. thought I thought nope. I fixed everything but the gravity but uh i think the sensors have been offline for quite a while actually um so that sensor malfunction can be solved by a comtech role and then grav was both for some reason that's why chuck decided not to oh, okay oh, i'm just looking at my roles and i had a number of heavy machinery roles but you did and they weren't great <laughs> But all uh, of them, all of them except two, succeeded. Blaine Eventually. could probably take a shot at Comtech, I believe, if that's the situation. Yeah. Uh, once I get oriented and uh, figure out whether anyone's going to loan me some grab boots to make this a little bit easier, uh, I will. Uh, Amiya is going to give you the ones with people. <laughs> So that's two of the three because Chuck is wearing a pair. So there's only one pair left. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So Amiya just catches, uh, like, as Blaine puts his feet in, he realizes he's been had, but he's <laughs> he's not going to uh, play to the stereotype of the prissy corporate type. So he just makes his peace with, he doesn't know that it's vomit. He just knows that Amiya's had him. <laughs> so he's mildly concerned. That there may be some like <laughs> hallucinogenic effect, or you know. so he's he's monitoring. She looks at she looks at him and the smile like you. It's probably the biggest smile you've ever seen in India. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Blaine just kind of shakes his head and Chuck's like, punk, "Dude, you got the puke boots." Punk. <laughs> <laughs> and to hide his relief at finding out his puke, now he gives the. <laughs> The kind of prissy, ooh, 
puke <laughs> look. Um, and makes his way over to wherever the place is where you would fix sensors. Sure, yeah, so probably heading down to the bridge, I would assume. Uh, and I'm assuming that I'm still carrying the three stress that I was carrying end of last session. Yeah, so I gave that some thought. Um, I think everyone go ahead and knock one stress off. We do have coffee again, so. Yeah. And you guys slept, but I think it's still pretty tense on the ship. Yep. I will take that. Bear Uh, with me one second. La la la. Gotta find my character sheet. All right. I think the, like, tone I was getting was from a banjo so i think i fixed it Let me banjo yeah yeah okay all right down the banjo 10 percent <laughs> uh, how far out of town do you live in the hill country yeah that's right put the dam this river don't go to aintree exactly Without in the country. All right. Uh, you do like to squeal like a pig. So did everyone Everyone knock their stress down one? I'm a generous yes, god. Yep. Good. All right. Sir, uh, yes, sir. Blaine, are you doing this on your own, or did you uh, convince anyone to give you a hand? Um, I think Dr. Sampson and I are both pretty good at ComTech, right? Yeah. Amia's, Amia's, uh, uh, oh, no. No, she's not that. Uh, so Blaine will uh, gesture Hi. to Samson and you know, get him over and explain that we, we've got to get these sensors online. We don't want to fly blind into this planet. So I'd appreciate any assistance. Uh, mm-hmm. On it. Absolutely. Good offer. Right. I've got an eight in ComTech. Look at you. Do we want? Uh, do we want me to roll it? Somebody want to assist and make it a nine, or does somebody else have an eight? I'll tell you what, uh, you know, part of being a good leader is knowing when to follow. So, <laughs> <laughs> Doc, this is your moment. Spot Fantastic. For you. Cracks I'll, his I'll knuckles. Sit back here and uh... stretches. <clears throat> okay, let me see here. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and here, yeah? how's that? Good. Not terrible. Oh dear. Uh, uh, do good, I good. still roll? I make a contact roll as well to see if he gets any assistance. Correct. Nope. You just give him a, an extra die. Okay. Is the benefit of helping? Oh, where is my? I did panic. Yeah. Um... I think you're gonna. I think that's the increased stress level by one result, right? I think so, but I can't find my GM good. Uh, oh so no. Uh, my, my <laughs> Add one stress dice to your yeah. jam pool. GM stressing. <laughs> ah, uh, I'll have to look it up in the book. 104. Cabal podcast. Where's the screen, Matt? Where's the screen? Where's the screen? Where's the screen? If we played in person, this wouldn't happen. Um, GMing professional. Yeah, you're right. It's in the uh, GM screen. I have mine. 
No, I got it. Your stress level and the stress level of all friendly PCs in short range of you increased by one. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what goes wrong, guys. Uh, I think um, one of those fresh cups of coffee gets knocked into the uh, into the keyboard, and I go, "Oh dear, oh dear!" Oh, and I immediately take like um, not the ascot, like my shirt, and just kind of start soaking it up right at the corner of the Ooh, keyboard. You know. What? I got it. We got to retcon that. There's no grav right now, so you're not spilling coffee into. Keyboard. Oh, son of a bitch! Yep. Okay. I also, there's a big sign. Low G. There's also a big sign and magic marker that's been posted. No, no beverages on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think uh, floating up a little bit, I kind of grab the keyboard, and it comes up with me, and it comes unplugged um, for a second, and I start to to panic as it comes away from the uh the desk there and uh i'm like oh dear uh would you uh, uh, pl- uh grab that grab that grab that quick quickly quickly before it i hit enter beeping it starts beeping loudly like computers mm-hmm. used to do when you unplug the keyboard yeah and and blaine's not buying this desperate attempt to cover what was going on because he was monitoring what was going on and samson was doing really well right till he started uh splitting time checking his facebook notifications Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> that's that's when he kind of screwed some things up, and we had to step in and and save it. So nice, nice. that's classic. Uh, so sensors are restored. See, I told you. Uh, did I? That's the name no. that just popped up on space. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you okay. know, what? for a second I just thought no. it was that would raise Blaine's really... stress. Yes, Blaine's definitely stressed about that. How curious is Blaine? Because we could do an observation roll. Could make. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, he's very curious. So mm-hmm. I'll make it. I'll make an observation. Let's see if you see it. Uh, any modifiers? Uh, no. Here we go. Really stressed. Uh, <coughs> uh, the listeners, uh, we are such dorks. Um, but Matt could probably leave for a couple hours, and we would. <laughs> get this in the dark. <laughs> there it is. So That's you see that on his screen pop up in like the lower right? Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, but tell roll. me, uh, give me a panic roll and let's see what happens. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Rolled an eight. Uh, I love it. Was Amiya in short range? Did I have to add a stress? I didn't. I, I assumed that you three were still up in cryo. Okay. Um, Because I thought that may be an interesting... um, You start to tremble uncontrollably. All skill rolls using agility suffer a minus two modification until your panic stops. Blaine, is everything okay? You look a little pasty. Uh, Perhaps you should float down. Okay. So, (laughs) did you get the part where she was in cahoots with the people that were trying to kill us? I'm sorry, who? (laughs) <laughs> hmm. Amia, Amia's gonna come up to Blaine, like, kind of give him a once over and uh, start pulling something out of her bag. 
and, yes, I, I I believe he needs. And, but a then but then she starts listening to what Blaine is saying, and she's and she's like, "What are you talking about?" I I I I think Doctor Sampson has to explain this. That no, was just I believe, that um, was in the booth. That yes, uh, someone vomited in his boots. Mm. Mia is looking at Doctor Sampson now, mm -hmm. um, like the way that a spider looks at a fly. The uh, who's uh, also sensors. visibly panicking, uh, right? Are, are, yeah, are, are, right. Um, the the sensors what, are what, they're online. Uh, what did We're Blaine good. see there? Nothing, uh, but Resta. the sense that he saw the sensors came back. I, I believe that that was a. Uh, she reaches into her uh, bag and pulls out another hyper. <clears throat> We can do uh, this the me, hard I, way, or we can do this the easy way. I had a hangover, a hell of a hangover from the last one. Um, everything is fine. Oh, what was your question? What did Blaine, what was Blaine talking about? What did he see on your screen? Blaine, what, what was it that you saw? <laughs> I'm asking you, doctor. Oh, I, I can't answer for Blaine because I, I'm not sure what his eyes are seeing. I mean, I, I was working on the on the sensor uh, array, and um, you know, uh, sometimes you get those space book ads that pop how, uh, up randomly. How a mild sedative is actually kind of a truth serum if administered in the right dose. Mm -hmm. So uh, quick, like a like faster than you think. Uh, you know, she's just kind of uh, lackadaisically watching him like a spider watches a fly, and then with a like a snap. She reaches up and, and and injects a hypo into his neck. Ooh, okay. Um, hmm. Yes. Why don't you sit down, sit down, doctor. Uh, let me just float over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's lean you against the wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? that's nice. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. What was yeah, it? You're, yes? you're a little sleepy? What uh, <laughs> What were you doing there on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, no, nothing. I just, um, yeah. What? <laughs> exactly. Uh, what were you doing on your phone there? Let me see your phone. Uh, phone some, uh, or your your device there. My my you, my yeah. yeah here, okay. Here, here, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna guess it's still unlocked. She's gonna start scanning through the history. It was just uh, uh I believe one of the uh, Facebook Facebook message had come up or something. Um, anyway, do I find what I'm looking for? Uh, I'm going to ask Samson. I'll leave that up to, I'll yeah, leave that up to you. Of course. Okay. Yeah. You see, uh, you see Blaine in female form. Uh, doctor, have you been talking to that female shit stain that's Blaine's cousin? I had gotten a friend request, I believe. Um, I, I I accept all friend requests. It's just Amiya, my Amiya puts her hand in. And, and what what did you tell her? I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I, I believe I said something that it was uh, nice to meet her. Uh, something very cordial at, at some point. And? I think that was all. When did you send this? I mean, and I have his device in there. Like, can I see? Like, yeah. I can see what I can like verify what he's saying. Right. It would have been four weeks ago. Yeah. And but and he 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 sent something like didn't he send like I'm trying to remember from last time he sent something like about where we were going right? 
sort of uh, a rough idea of where we were. Right. He all I believe he said was that they are st- that you guys are still near Novgorod Station, or or I'm sorry, you're near Anchor Point Station. I believe is what you said. Yeah. Did I say something like halfway to Anchor Point Station? Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. Like that? Something like that. And where yeah. is Anchor Point Station? It's like, it's actually pretty far away, but it was like remember you guys were doing the faint. It was the direct line. Yeah, you guys like fainted to the northeast and right, then cut right. west. It kind of gave up the direction we had. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amia, Amia still has the syringe. Like she just gave you like a quarter dose, mm-hmm. and then she mm-hmm. she just mm-hmm. she just she's got her device in your hand, in her other hand, like, and then she puts her puts the device against her forehead and presses the rest of it down, <laughs> and then and pushes you pushes you pushes you against the wall and just kind of like it's just shaking her head. And she turns to Blaine and says, this is a problem. Let's uh, cut upstairs real quick. I'm going to leave it on that cliffhanger. Sure. Uh, Padrig and Chuck, what are you guys doing while that shit show goes on downstairs? I'm probably trying to fix the gravity. Yeah. <laughs> Which, was that, was that, did that need a ComTech role? Was that one reason why Chuck... Or did I just yeah. fail to do it? It was contact and heavy machine. Yeah, it needs yeah. one okay. of each, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, out of curiosity, how would I, I? I know Dr. Sampson was able to learn some, uh, uh, not the contact, the other one, um, by watching heavy, heavy machinery. machinery. Is there any way? Because I haven't spent any XP in a little while. Is there any yep. way, like, I could use this as like a teachable moment? Absolutely. Yep. If you spend the five XP, um, yeah, Chuck can teach you. Yep, you could watch while I'm doing. Uh... Cool. And because I'm fighting nausea the whole time, this is going to be the most irritating 20 minutes of your recent memory. <laughs> hey, Ch- Chuck's pretty used to how irritating Ace is, so but maybe, maybe, maybe true, this yeah. is a new level for <laughs> maybe this is a new level of irritating for Ace, who keeps asking questions in between. <laughs> as, as he runs right. by, over different tries shoulders. to tries to hold in puke. Yeah, and he's. Not in one place, and Chuck, of course, has boots. Now, you're the type of person that the smell of puke or the sound of me gagging triggers your gag, or are you still no, stomach? It, it triggers laughter. Okay, <laughs> god, ace. Do you offer me a tampon to wipe my mouth? Or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, f- fill in, yeah, fill in similar jokes <laughs> for the entire 20 minutes. You guys are probably down below. All right. Uh, uh, who's so you can roll in any order, um, and you can help each other, or not? Yes. I mean, if you don't think it makes sense for, I mean, I'll let you help them, but Patrick probably uh, wouldn't. I think just as a way to explain how uh, Ace could help um, is is because Chuck is talking through it to explain it to there Ace. That yeah. sort of helps Chuck himself. Uh, figure out what's going on for sure nice so i'm just let's see heavy machinery but adding a plus one yep and then art don't forget your uh oh nice oh shit yeah it is super fixed yeah how, what do you want to do with those extra successes? I'm probably sh- going to show off a little bit just for Ace's benefit. <laughs> like, you, and you could do this if you 
wanted to, but you totally don't have to. Like it's, I mean, it is, it's way easier to do this, but there's some tricks you could, you know, do to, to fix stuff thus and such. And he does it like deliberately too fast for Ace to actually <laughs> see what he's doing. Ace is once again, emasculated. <laughs> um, all right. And so I do ComTech. I do the uh, Seekson device. Uh, and I'm tr- I, I, so uh, do you have any way to help me out or is that a reciprocal thing we can do? Uh-huh. Yeah. If you explain how he's helping you out, I'm down with him giving you plus one. Uh, he, he's holding my hair back. <laughs> so complete with withering comments you know if your hair wasn't long like a lady's uh you know this wouldn't be a problem yeah and uh keeps the puke out of it okay so i get two for the uh plus two uh, for spaceship mechanic plus one for help you got a plus five coming your way all right nice. that's the modifiers here we go if you fail this <laughs> it's impossible to fail too big to fail <laughs> Oh, I hope you fail. Oh, it's on, motherfucker. Here we go. Yeah. No, I, I'm trying. I, there you go. <laughs> All right. But uh, panic, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> Before you tell me what happens, hmm. let's see that panic roll. Oh, and he's fine. Oh. He holds it together. Oh, the cucumbers are aces. But it comes very close. Like, there's audible gurgling <laughs> from his stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So yeah, we uh, I guess we get the uh, gra- gravity back on, uh, and I guess I have to describe a little bit of how it goes slightly wrong. Is that? Oh, we're gonna we'll have to time this at the other scene too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. warn them, so that's what happens. Like my panic is that I started to drift slightly upside down. I'm like, oh my shit, and then grab comes back on, and I land badly on my shoulder, and luckily not my neck. And you guys hear from echoing down the hall above you, you see, uh, you hear a large, uh, large thud. Uh, and we'll cut back up there and, uh, Blaine, uh, explain that. And then we'll pick up with you with me and going, this is a problem. Um, but right well, as she says that something happens with the gravity. Well, I have grab boots on, so I'm not too worried about it. I think, I think, uh, Amia put Dr. Sampson head down. Uh, just because she wasn't worried about it because there was no gravity. And uh, <laughs> it's about three feet to the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard enough it's a hard enough hit that Amia actually feels obligated to go over and kind of scan him and make sure he doesn't have like a concussion. Oh. Oh. You're, you're still out. It's fine. I'm who? It, it's just, it, yeah, exactly. It, you're going to, when you wake up, oof, man. You're, it's, yeah, you're gonna yeah. It. You gotta stop doing that. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Blaine's just been cursing under his breath uh, ever since Amia said that. Um, it's almost just to, to to fill the space as his brain's racing, trying to to figure an angle on this. So, yeah. Oh, the other thing, Amia would have slow motion tossed uh, Doctor Sampson's device to Blaine. And that's and that's when the gravity comes on. Oh yeah, down to the deck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it broken? Screen cracked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll leave that up to Matt whether it's broken. Or not. Did you uh, pay the uh, warranty <laughs> on this? It's Apple Care. Oh yeah, it's, it's actually, broken. It actually really is a good deal because yeah. just, just is it the Seeks and Pedant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm gonna label six and Peta broken. Nice. Yep. Go for it. Love mm-hmm. it. So, do you have any idea how much those are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're well, unconscious. Amia's upset. I like, the, like, I like the half unconsciousness. Like not totally. All right. Ha- all right. Half unconscious. It's fine. Uh, Maybe so. skip them in Twilight. Angels, robots. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, that is better. That is better. <laughs> Broke my thinking. Yeah, I'm wondering if it would have been better if he had just floated off after those uh, wings. Doctor <laughs> Samson, I could have. Uh, Amia, Amia looks at looks at Blaine and like raises an eyebrow and like I think that's the first thing I've ever agreed with you on. Um, wings, did you say wings? But yeah, it looks wings. like uh, he told your cousin uh, where we were wings. before we went in. Well, before we jumped, right? So they know our direction. Yep, giving mm. away most of our advantage in this negotiation. Just, Ugh. just what? fantastic, Doctor. Clearly, never done a negotiation ever before. Fantastic, Doctor. Exactly. <laughs> now this problem potentially creates an opportunity number two and that's when uh, I'll say the other two walk in so they catch uh, this problem gonna D- gravity sticks guys perfect timing as usual dipshit <laughs> gravity schnabity shut up Ignore him. (laughs) So, Chuck, I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to ask in advance, will you promise not to space Dr. Samson if I tell you the thing? (laughs) I require no such guarantees. This, uh, if you have to ask HR, uh, I can't can't make any promises. (laughs) But I do kind of like the doctor. He does have good taste in wings. He has <laughs> terrible taste in women, though. That is nice. definitely true. Nice. So bad. And normally, his terrible taste in women would be completely irrelevant to me, much like his terrible taste in personal fashion. Fine. <laughs> My God, the man's shots fired. His poor taste also is a shocking breach of the security of the ship and um, our lives, really. Uh, I've done nothing wrong. (laughs) Uh, He had the brilliant idea to reach out to my cousin and strike up a communication with her and even suggest uh, where we were going. So we probably don't want to plan on staying here very long. Uh, and the only possible silver lining I see here is the possibility that we can now play her by feeding her false information through this connection that Dr. Sampson so unwisely created. Well, can we do that if it sat located on his device when he friended her? He's just staring daggers at the professor. <laughs> well, I would say, I mean, his profile is poor. Like, he doesn't need his device to get on his Facebook profile. Yeah, but if alerted on his device, would his device 
track where we are. I don't know what device he has. Good point, Chuck. Uh, one option is we could throw him in a lifeboat uh, with his device and just send him off on his own. And that would buy us some time. So. We'll, we'll consider that option A. <laughs> let's, somebody write that down. Let's wait for it. Let's look at other potential lesser options. There are no bad answers. <laughs> I think it, option fucking A. Poor Matt. Uh, He's just looking at all his notes, just scratching through stuff. Not going to get to this tonight. Don't <laughs> <laughs> need that map. Don't need that map. <laughs> Now he can just have other ships start hypering in <laughs> into orbit around the planet while we're <laughs> dealing with this shit. That'll force the issue. Uh, so, uh, above table for a moment. Are what, is it safe to assume that a you know colonial marine ship is going to be more adept, uh, you know, faster at FTL? You know, aligning and and jumping than our dingy old freighter. Uh, yeah, um, okay. but I do want to like, um, I I think Samson has left some breadcrumbs, but it's not like there's a find my phone option or phones for that matter. So. I don't. I mean, that doesn't really work through. You know, I, I was just thinking more of like a, a Facebook type. Doctor Sampson has checked in at Typhus. Breaking his device might have been the best thing that had happened. Right. So that's what I'm thinking: is that his, you know, dipshit didn't turn off his his you know check in function <laughs> on his a, on his Facebook profile. It's a picture of the sunset on Typhus with his ascot tucked in yeah. the sand. Thinking <laughs> yeah. of you. food in front of him. <laughs> Great meals on Typhus. That's uh, legit. So, so Rex, yeah, they um, and another little gym. Um, there's kind of two people looking for you, right? Um, both Ensign Summers and um, Waylon Utani, and yeah, they probably have faster ships. Yeah, so, but as so, Chuck's staring at the professor and then thinks a little bit and says, you know. What would be the fastest way to deal with things is get on a new ship and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, assuming we can get this new ship running, but I'm I'm with you there, Chuck. And and, and also, you know, maybe throw the doc's phone out in out into space. It, well, I mean, it's in pieces. Like, I mean, it's busted. <laughs> we could leave the doctor behind with the ship as part of our uh, bona fides. On yeah. making a, it's a peace offering, a put, put, a, yeah. put a sign on his chest, uh, right? Tie him and duct tape him to the captain's chair. So maybe that'll be option uh, A one. Uh, <laughs> All of these yeah. options are terrible. <laughs> Still in the family of A. Um, I mean, B. We could try to. Um, you know, again, funnel misleading information uh, to her to either throw her off the track or potentially 
um, maybe sow some dissension. I, again, above table, would Blaine generally be, would it be fair to say that Ensign Summers and his cousin are not, they don't necessarily have the same agenda? Yeah, or, that's fair. Yeah, it's uh, so it's your cousin and McDonald, um, and they know what went on. Ensign Summers really just has questions, uh, uh, like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on, right? So, yeah, they I would say they have different objectives for sure. So, option B in my mind is we use this connection to uh, suggest. To my cousin, that we've had contact with Ensign Summers, and we are, you know, negotiating a potential surrender to the Colonial Marines, which would create lots of problems for Wayland Yutani if they didn't get to control how these stories about what took place uh, came out, and then see what we get. Brilliant idea. Or see, we just space lock the professor right now. That could I was be A2. B. What was B again? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know HR. One of those sounds awfully complicated, and the other one sounds pretty simple. I would hope I get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, What's the captain thinking? Uh, last captain, I realize, hey guys, you know, I could fix this phone. Or <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the other thing I'm doing. <laughs> and Chuck just <laughs> withers at him. Are you sure, Ace? <laughs> it doesn't look that broken. What happened? Or and then the or the other thing is in my like best arrested development. I'm like her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I <laughs> I'm not the guy you want to making commands. I'm just like. Look, are, are they coming? Are they coming right now? Because somebody needs to tell me what we're doing if they're coming right now. We need to get the fuck out of here. Um, I already brought that up. That was, that was option. I guess we're leaning towards B now since it didn't involve actively killing the professor. So uh, let me take a look at the map really quickly. So we don't have it in us. In us, I mean, the ship doesn't have it to make another juke kind of jump, right? Um, or are we basically there? We're at Typhus. You're at, at Ty you're, you're like, uh, you're not in Planetfall yet, but like you're on approach to Typhus. Okay. So, um, I'm like, guys, we need to, we need to hide this ship and we need to get over to the new one, I think is fast yeah. as possible I, first things first guys why don't we got the sensors working let's get a sensor scan and then i'm 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 agreeing with you ace yeah i think we just need to hustle oh thank god <laughs> and amia just rolls her eyes at that so i guess as as the pilot would i be operating the sensors or would somebody else be on sensors while i'm steering the ship uh no probably someone else would be on it. Well um, we have oh well Samson's out. Uh thank you me. Well, we got, <laughs> oh and Blaine uh but sensors are not uh, not agility, right? 
I mean, I don't. Com uh, tech, I guess it kind of depends. I mean, they're up. What are you guys trying to um, like, gain from you, your is sensors? There, is are there uh, you know marine ships in orbit? Yeah. Anything oh, jumping I, in? Yeah, comms. I don't think I'm not going to make you guys roll uh, that because uh, no, no, you don't pick up any any ship activity. Actually, it's really quiet um, in this part of space. Um, you're not and picking I, up like up any any comms. And we would uh, have coordinates to the existing yeah, ship, I or mean, would we I mean, need yeah, to scan for that? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, wait, wait, so maybe maybe, maybe check the area. Then it's like scan that area and make yeah. sure there's no you know, hostile, I don't know, life forms or anything that the sensors could pick up that could tell us, hey, this is probably not a good idea to just go blundering into yeah. this. <laughs> no matter what we're going to do with Ascot here, I think we need to hustle. Yeah. Um, so if, like, looking in the area, you don't, no, you don't pick up anything, like, hostile other than just the atmosphere itself. So current temperature is probably 80 degrees Celsius, so hot as balls. And then... Um, there's a strong presence of, um, fluorine in the, the atmosphere, which is, uh, Good for you know, teeth. if you, yeah, if you, <laughs> not fluoride, if you oxidize, it'll turn into fluoride. Um, I've actually, I've actually breathed a whole a bunch of fluorine once. It's, it's not a lot of fun. Okay, I was gonna say, so like it should I assume burn your throat and lungs if you're uh... it's a, it's a little stingy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but long exposure is gonna be real bad. Yeah. So a lot of it in the atmosphere, a really dense atmosphere as well, because um... it forms HF in your body. HF. So so EVA suits, I think, important safety yeah. suits. Which we have, we have those. And do we have yeah. to worry about what that's gonna do the electronics on this ship or the one we're about to? Uh. No, um, I think it's more of a, uh, it's not like a, um, well, I think there's a term for it in a book here. There's, there's a difference mechanically between like a corrosive toxic and an infiltrating toxic, um, infiltrating toxics a lot worse. So not the case here. And we have to transfer cargo. Let's not forget. So, right. Yeah. We'll I don't want to make it impossible precautions there. <laughs> But yeah, just make it a little tricky under difficult adverse conditions. Yeah, and a little minty. Well, <laughs> Backdoor, you just point us towards failure and we'll get there on our own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you see this map of the stars of the middle heavens? You just go go wild. You guys will find it on your own. Um, but other than that, the sensors, I mean, you're just going to read out of the, the planet you're not picking up any comms, any ship relays or anything like that. And and then, yeah, you have the coordinates to Mavs Energy Facility, which is the only outpost on, on the whole planet. Well, should we take her in? Do it, Ace. Uh, yeah, and this is going to be a piloting role for sure. Um, just based off the quality of the... Time ship. for you to shine, Ace. And Chuck gives him a big slap on the back. Any chance, Blaine, could just run to the shower real quick? Or we... <laughs> just... Strap in, buddy. No time. And Mia slaps him on the back. <laughs> Everyone strapped in? Did anyone and, strap and in? And uh, Mia's going to strap in Samson. Like, take this strapped in real tight. <laughs> I like Give that him a, And like, kind of grab his, grab his cheeks. 
kind of walks over to his seat. Shake his head a little bit. Audible squishing. Who's been a bad boy? Bad boy. That's me. Yes. (laughs) Oh, your eyes. Then and then she's like joking, joking. Who's been a bad boy? And he's joking. And then she just turns and stares at him silently. Mm, okay. He starts taking a bad trip with that look. <laughs> yeah. And um, then she straps herself in. All right. Uh, I think this is going to be a little bit hard. So you have plus two. Um, right. I think. Um, just negate that like i think this is just going to be a, a hard landing which which is a minus two mechanically so i think they kind of negate each other okay cool no problem here we go hard landings are good to find that's what my mama told me <laughs> coming in low is just something you have to do when you land <laughs> wow there we go. showing off uh, what Ooh. do you want to do with those extra successes uh i'm going uh is there any point to banking one because it's basically just this pile. Oh, yeah. We got to get this uh, other fucking ship. Yeah. Going, so yeah. Um, but... All right. Yeah, so... but it's, it's a similar role. So I guess like I guess you could like uh, I could buy like you like pick up on some nuances in the atmosphere. That's, that's what, what I was just about yeah, to say. That's what I would argue. Yeah. That crosswind. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> but that's only one of them. Ooh, I mean, you can right. think. It's that fluorine downdraft. <laughs> uh, I do it quickly. Um, I don't know if that's okay. a showing off. Uh, can I bank two? You just can to make bank sure we get, two. Just yeah. to get, make sure we get off this rock. And make sure you. I will jot that down. But I'm I'm not really keeping track of what you guys bank. So okay, I'll also write it down right here. I was going through some notes. Make a little note. Bank yeah. bank two. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and I think what the you do it quickly is like. That's um, what she said. So what you guys find as you approach, well, first off, um, this, this whole planet, it's just, um, it's just massive deserts, just these dry, um, when it's not sand, it's like these cracked steps. And then what the, the, uh, there may have been some influence from, (laughs) yeah, uh, um, you just see like these massive, like deep cut gorges that kind of like spider out across the land um and from those from those gorges this this hazy mist kind of seeps up from it it's kind of like noxious brown looking and those gorges spider out from this massive canyon that at least from your approach you can see the the canyon seems to cover you know run across the entire planet um maz energy facility is kind of set back in um the canyon let me get you guys over here and basically uh, i think what your speedy landing does is it lets you get closer to the front door and there's this there's this big rift that kind of runs down the middle it's all set back in the stone to to make it not as hot for the the people that lived here um, but basically, shooting out of the top of this this canyon are all these different solar arrays um, that they they harness energy, and you can kind of think of them like you saw them overhead. There's like these giant, massive round pits, and you know that that telescope that just collapsed um, in like, the Arecibo. Yeah, yep. it's kind of like that. They're kind of suspended in the rock, like on top of this kind of compound. If that makes sense. 
and there's still like a bunch of giant circles on top um and so you, you kind of park right out front there and reveal some more stuff so you can kind of see what it the whole planet looks like it's just hot and dry pretty and there's there's some industrial waste just kind of left behind and, and not not like radioactive drum, uh get you know 50 gallon drums or anything but just just old chips and maybe some like wrecked trucks parked outside of this compound just like everything's kind of been fall has fallen into disrepair Cool. Nice job, Ace. You didn't land on the new ship. <laughs> <laughs> I call that a win. Uh, well, t- who's going to uh, take the first team to go scout out the ship? Well, Chuck's got to go. Yep. Um, we probably As captain. Need... Chuck, uh, Chuck, who do you want to go with you? Uh, probably need a comtech person. Yeah. Uh, so, HR, you're coming. Wait, you have comtech, right? Yeah, um, could I get a quick shower before we suit up and go out there? No time, man. Time is of the essence. He is he is still shaking a little bit. Um, maybe well, that's but Comtech isn't an agility. Maybe Amia's going to come along too. Bring a fantastic Comtech. Yes, fantastic. Yes. She she's gonna just she's gonna smooth your hair very gently. Mm. <laughs> right, and, Ace, then, and then pick the up professor. your hand and kind of yeah. hold your hand very gently. But then mm. you realize uh, maybe in your haze that she's just actually kind of looking at your fingers very intently. Actually, <laughs> Ace, you can start creating. Pull my hand up, back. Uh, you can start creating up our valuable cargo. Right, and is all is there going to be anything we need to do to the ship to sort of wipe our anything like wipe <laughs> data banks? Yeah, clear the the search history for my porn format. Start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise I'll start boxing shit up like a captain. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I feel like we need the uh, Andy Samberg like a boss in Lonely Planet. <laughs> uh, Blaine's gonna slide over to Patrick before he he heads off. Uh, and just kind of pull him aside real quick. You're doing great. Um, <laughs> but this is just one of those moments. Samson's going to fuck us all. Not intentionally, but just with one of his harebrained ideas. So p- please, while I'm gone, don't let him do anything at all. Anything. Like, this is really important. And I'm sure you're going to do it. And I feel bad for even saying the obvious. But, but you're going to do this, right? And then I'm sort of writing it on my hand. Don't do anything. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I squish off to join uh, <laughs> Chuck and Amia. You may have to take the grav boots off because we'll, we'll be getting into EVA suits that are probably <clears throat> one piece. You know, boots are built in. Hey, that's uh, that's great. I could just do that in the shower. And, <laughs> and I would be ready to go. So, fantastic. 
Maybe that's what makes my panic go away. Oh, I didn't say anything about your panic going away. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Um, do I forget? Do we have pulse rifles on board this? I think we did. We did. Yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, that's we, right. We do. If we didn't have some, we picked some up. Hey, I've got a pulse rifle as, as Chuck's gear. So because Mia gonna... had one on on fucked yep. up station. Yeah, sure. Does does everyone want a pulse rifle? Amia does, for fuck's sake. Yeah, Chuck's got right. it. And, a and her hand, she's going to take the, uh, the 357 also. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Doc. I'm not just going <laughs> to let you take... <laughs> I'm going to take Blaine's it from Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. What? No, no, no. no. Uh, what are you talking about, Shaggy? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the ace! Did you get your point in heavy machinery? I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk. Uh, just so we don't um, miss any gorillas in the room or anything like that. Uh, let's talk gear because I think it'll be. I'm going to give you a meta inspiration point for that. Thank you. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, it, it all, well, it comes from you guys because I wasn't there. Um, I know, but still, you you properly used it in the correct yeah. context. Yeah, that's right. Um, so sure, let's go shopping a little bit because I think it'll be fun. Um, well, we uh, Blaine had a three fifty seven Magnum. I, I mean, Amia thinks it would be fun to try correct. to take it from him. I I'm fine with my pulse rifle. It's fine. I think I had I had a regular handgun. Uh, right. Or maybe I'm confusing it with Hollywood's alien. I don't know. No, no. Yeah, everyone had a pulse <laughs> rifle, and then I think Blaine had the 357. Yeah, um, with fanny pack. With fanny yeah. pack. Right? <laughs> yeah. yep. uh, but I was, if anyone like wants to swap that out and gives me a reason for it, uh, we can maybe. Now, I had a stun baton. I never had a pulse rifle. I don't think. Actually, maybe I did on that one planet. Are we gonna bring? Are we gonna bring Samson back? Like I mean, I could I could probably get him more conscious. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, I he's, he's going to need to get conscious eventually, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For this uh, let's scouting, say it's okay. He's he's twenty five percent there. There was a lot of jostling on the. Uh... Okay. We'll get him back up there. Um, and then so I think you guys had ape suits, right? Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, so we got five ape suits, five. I'll give you five pulse rifles. You have the sumbatons. You can take what you want. I'm not forcing you to take a pulse rifle. Um, and in the 357. And uh, we'll go see what else you guys find. Uh, Blaine's just going to take the 357. I'm not sure he sees himself as a pulse rifle kind of guy. Sure. Yeah. That's good. Um, go ahead. Nope, I just there's there's some other you know like mechanics we we haven't got <coughs> gotten into, and I don't want to just like spring them on on you. But we're in like a much more hostile environment than we've ever been before. So um, we have the toxic atmosphere. You got water to worry about. There's no water on this planet. The extreme heat, um, pretty high cliffs. So like falling uh, radiation from the sun. I just want to let you know they're all things. I'm not saying like I'm just going to poison you with radiation, but I want you to be aware that uh, the environment may play a little bit bigger role. So move forward. Uh, uh, I think Blaine's concern, just as he is like looking at the environment, is 
he's pretty sure he's gonna be thirsty, so he's gonna you know get a couple spare canteens or like a, does does the ape suit have like you know the built-in uh you know water reservoir bladder type thing that you can just have like the straw that comes out and uh drink it or do we have to carry like you know canteen water skin things no like, no I'll, I, I, it would have to be part of the suit because you'd have to deep yeah. You have to take your mask off to be able to drink external right. water sources. Yeah. You need to be able no, to drink no, internally. Got to be standard. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um. But you guys maybe have like some some packs, like light packs or something, and that you uh, could plug into the suit that would sure. like extra extra packs that you could plug into the suit. And I assume we might have some type of like, uh, you know, lightweight survival tent shelter type thing like if we suddenly became concerned about radiation exposure that potentially might help sure yeah i can i can buy all that um i guess the, the question the is how far are we actually from you're the... very close I yeah, mean, okay. that's, <laughs> like, that's the benefit i'm giving you from art you're probably not an overnight journey to the <laughs> yeah no you guys basically landed on the front doorstep but we do need to get it up and running and pressurized and Airflow. Well, I mean, I hope stuff. it wouldn't have the toxic environment on the inside, but it's probably right. not breathable. Depending on how well it's sealed or whatever. That's that's. I guess right. that's what we need to find out. So. Yep. Let's go. All right. Stop your grinning and drop your linen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so you guys are kind of in like this uh, this like uh, cutout in the valley, and you you approach, and there is um, this big opening, and you walk in through that opening and you, you basically walk into a big um, garage more or less. And so there's some, there's like some trucks and probably some ATVs and, and just things like that, that have just been gathering dust for decades. Um, there's no lights in this area. Um, but as you scan across, you see there's kind of like an office area over to your right. And I didn't, I'll, I'll get a map up next time, but, uh, you got an office area over to your right. Um, and then there's a door kind of in front of you, just across from the opening. And we don't see the ship yet among all the. Nope. No, I just have like... a, we have like a key fob, right? It can just do do. <laughs> that'll you know, show us where it is right and like you think you hear it but it's like it's so far off so <laughs> and this uh this little like the doors does it look like like a an office kind of place or we can't tell yeah like the one on the right so like the door in front of you just looks like a an access door into into the facility like a front door if you will but right yeah, and then the right is kind of like uh, I'm picturing it like a, like a foreman's office or someone that just right. kind of like oversees the trucks coming in. And then there's a door in that office as well that appears to go inside. And it's it's me, Chuck, and Blaine, right? That's how I have it. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna like motion, or I'll get on the comms. I'm like, maybe we need to find a manifest or something. See if we can find out where it's located. Copy. Amio, Amio motion to the door like she's going to cover and Chuck advances and approaches the door and try, sees if it's unlocked. As as you approach the door, there's like a yellow light 
that one of those spinning like alert lights that that starts to flash and you hear the the pressure of the airlock and the doors open across from you and they start to open just from chuck walking up to them that's what it seems yeah okay well, he's immediately on alert gun at the ready and uh, Amia's going to kind of motion to Blaine to, like, watch our back. And she's going to be just covering Chuck as he goes forward. All right. Blaine will watch their backs. The the pressure from the airlock blows, like, the dust that had, like, blown up against the door. Um, doesn't, not like a decade's worth, but a good amount of dust and dirt pushes it away and as as the the cooler air kind of blows into uh this garage area you see this mountain of a man like this guy is like the mountain from game of thrones he's got these great big muscle arms um and he towers over uh what the woman next to him and she's like several feet shorter than him she's very petite are Um, they in suits they are in they are and they have like filtration masks on but they're all very ratty and tattered okay is he making how close is he to chuck um probably like just i don't know like let's say chuck's five feet away from the door and they're they're on the edge of the door so five feet away sure She's, uh, is he making any kind of, is either one of them like moving quickly or doing anything threatening? They no, they're kind of stepping forward together. He's, he's carrying like a big, uh, <clears throat> walking stick mm-hmm. and she's got her arm kind of like draped through his arm. Okay. Uh, Amia's gonna, like, she was, uh, like, as soon as she saw them, the gun hovered over them, but she'll point, she'll go to like a, uh, intermediate ready kind of stance. And not point the gun directly at them, but but she's going to move a little closer, and um, and definitely like there's only there's only like you know it's only like a ten degree arc to get them in there and in, in her sights. Mm-hmm. Chuck sees that out of the corner of his eye, and a second or two later, pulls his gun up as well, and Ooh. just stands there. And and uh, he he drops her arm. And he's still holding his kind of walking stick, but he he shoots his left arm up, and he's he's holding it above his head. And and she kind of looks up at him, and and you can't see there. You can only see their eyes, right? They're kind of like, well, I mean, that's just the way that you can't see their mouths really. Yeah. And she seems to ha- have a, a worried look on her face, but she's looking towards him. Well, like shoots his arm up. Like what's he? Like he's holding it up, like in a don't shoot. Okay. Amia's gonna kind of like she's gonna have her hand still on her gun, but she's gonna lift her fingers off. You know, like all right, I'm 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 de-escalating. Yeah, Chuck follows suit, and he kind of he kind of uh, very slowly steps to the side and like with his walking stick hand, he like sweeps it towards the door, like he's ushering you inside. Can we try and get? communications i mean are there standard suit communications i want to talk to these people like a speaker on yeah, the outside or, of the suit yeah yeah he, uh, 
he. I don't um, know how well that would go in this. You know, no, so you guys have it wind. for sure, um, right? But I but think can we can we project our voices outside and maybe they can hear it, or we didn't think that's impossible. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm trying to think of how it worked in like, um, um, not the most recent one, but the other movie. Um, that seems like tech. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, we would have speakers. It's just how bad, like how, how, you know, how. Could just motion to our (laughs) communicator and say, turn to channel eight, you know? Yeah. We can see that. We can see if that works. (laughs) Get them on the same channel on the comms. He uh, he points at his like at his mouth like he taps his mouth a couple times, and uh, shakes his head no. Okay. Um, they're not. They're probably not going to be able to project either. Um. Fuck. Chuck looks back at Amia. I guess we're going in. She's. She is definitely hesitant. He's like gesturing us to go inside. Yeah, yeah. And and you look at her face, and, and she's just smiling. Hmm. And what when we look like inside? Is it like a office building inside, or? Well, you just see the the it's other like door. An air, it's like a cycle airlock. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mia. Mia will reluctantly kind of step forward. She'll, she'll kind of poke Blaine on the back. Chuck says, I guess, you know, we can at least get into the airlock and find out yeah. what the hell they're doing here. You know, one of us can, like, we can cycle the airlock. Well, let's let's stay alert. So you guys go in? Yep. Blaine, I assume you're coming along. Um, ye- yes. Are we, are we talking on our suit to suit communication yeah yeah we are okay um sure once we're in if you guys want me to take lead on this i'll do what i can yeah i do want to point out that uh, amia does roll seven dice in manipulation seven you say It may not match Blaine, but it's probably close. But Blaine's pretty stressed, though, so he might be ahead of Mia. Mia has three stress points also, though. And I think what Padraig and Dr. Sampson here... And Dr. Sampson, you're awake, but you're still, like... Mm -hmm. You're still loopy. Um, Minus ten wits roll. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Oh, I just now got while why Blaine was asking for a shower. I forgot about his panic. Oh yeah, <laughs> on the skill <laughs> and, and the vomit all the over vom- the vomit feet. Boots uh, I would say the vomit, but then I, I forgot pants, about the yeah. minus the minus two. Yeah. Um. So I think I just assumed uh, he had poopy pants. Ace and Samson, you hear, but you're only hearing one side of a conversation, like. You hear just one, the wind seems to be interfering with comms between your ship and, and them as they go inside. Um, and as they go through the airlock, then it's just dead quiet. But really all you heard was what they said over comms, which is, I guess we'll follow them in. And then Blaine saying, I can take a lead if you want. And then it was silence. And that was the last you ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> who's, like who's Samson with? 
Patrick. So it's yeah, just you guys are still on the uh, mm -hmm. dynamic duo. If ever there was one. Where, where did they? Uh, <clears throat> where did they go? Oh my God, this stuff is so heavy. What's in this box? <laughs> Doctor Sampson, you right? Oh God, you're still out. All right. Um, um I'm fine. Yeah. Mm, yes. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> he starts to say he's fine and then sees Padrick lifting heavy boxes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still can't seem to move. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I seem I to. Feel, I don't feel like I should lift heavy things. My shoulder <laughs> when I landed on my head. Uh, yeah. So Padrick, Padrick is listening and he sort of, you know, taps his communicator or whatever and says. Hello? Anyone read? Hello? Yes, I read you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then I go, uh, Patrick goes and finds a window. I don't know if it's in the cockpit or where and tries to sort of get a visual. Yeah. Um, so you really just uh, you hear some sand blowing across the, the ship and you just see god I got way too many you just kind of see the lower part of of this which you just see the opening into a building kind of built back into the stone for a quick moment Padraig sits there and says fuck it they're gone it's a lost cause we might as well just get out of here and save ourselves <laughs> <laughs> but then he takes a deep breath and says no no I'm the captain now just can't do that. Uh, and so, um, so Patrick checks to see if there's any pulse rifles left and any uh, ape suits left. Yep, yep. And then he looks at Samson and uh, says, oh, fuck it. Samson, stick by the comms. I'm going to go check on him. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody's vying for the mistakes were made. <laughs> After a specific conversation was had. <laughs> His sweaty palm has sort of smeared the message he wrote from Blaine. <laughs> Which also was still good advice. Even what he wrote on his hand was still good advice that he's not following. <laughs> yeah. the I'll, I'll have, keep an eye on this. <laughs> the NNT have worn off, so now it just says do anything. <laughs> um, nice. Um, Patrick, I love this. And can I just ask, I'm going to make a third door into this deal. Because uh, I kind of see where this is going. Um, I just ask, <laughs> you can choose the same door if you want, but I just ask that you don't choose the same door because I think <laughs> that's amazing. For you, sir, I will not choose the same door. Well, you can go with any door you want. Um, you walk into the garage, you see these uh, the dusty vehicles, and you see three doors. There's a door kind of in that office off to the right. There's a middle door and a door off on the left. They're all like... If we imagine the ship on the south side, they're all on the north wall across from you. Let's find door number one, two, or three, sir. Uh, and you said the office is to the right? Yeah. So I'll just call that door number three, I guess. 
Okay. Um, are there any windows to see what's behind one or two, or is it just uh, take your chances? Yeah, it's just take, take your chances because um, they're they're like airlock doors. All right. Um, yeah. So Padraig is gonna raise his rifle, uh-huh. um, and then he's gonna hold it out, and then realize that he's now beyond arm's length from pressing the button to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's going to lower the rifle and then open the door and then try and get his rifle up as quickly as possible. The the, the airlock door opens and, and again the dust is blown forward and a rush of cool air um, pours over your suit, which I guess you probably don't feel because you're in a suit. Um, but it's just it's just a small um, kind of tubular airlock um, before you see another door just directly across from you. Um... So, is there like a, a a rock or anything nearby? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, I ineffectively stick the rock in the door, thinking uh, maybe that'll wedge it open so it can't close behind me. But I do it so like if it actually does, it'll just sort of knock it aside and close effortlessly. But um, and then yeah, I start like slowly uh, sweat pouring down inside my mask. Uh, Lots of shallow breathing going on. I approach the second airlock door. And as you approach the second airlock door, really quiet, and you just stand there for like 30 seconds, and nothing happens, and then you see like the lever to engage the airlock to switch out the doors. All right. Uh... Oh, right, yeah, because I'd have to close the... Yeah, so that rock thing doesn't even make any sense, but that's classic Padraig. Um, (laughs) Realizing, I was like, well, of course. What an asshole I am. Um, So then, yeah, uh, Padraig reverses the doors and opens the second part of the airlock. Um, (laughs) Padraig, or uh, Samson, back on the ship, Mm. all all you hear over comms is just like, really? You just hear Padraig's breathing. And probably some some embarrassing self mutterings. I don't know what what Patrick would have said. D- is there a camera on his suit? Am I seeing anything, or is it just uh... <laughs> no. no? But maybe you watched him go in through the window, like you watched out the cockpit and watched him take off for the front door. Is is Which... my comms getting cut off, or am I still able to communicate with Samson? Uh, your comms were cut off as as soon as you kind of went through the. Uh, the uh, the airlock. I can't hear you. Hello. Hello. Do you do you hear me? Hello. Is this testing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hello. Okay. Hmm. Scratches uh, his chin and then just kind of looks around. So then, uh, I guess Padrag keeps talking as if he's still in communication uh, for about five minutes. And then... Uh, <laughs> Self-narrating. Yeah, he doesn't realize he's just talking to himself. Um, but yeah, he's getting ready to... Uh, He's getting ready to go into the second door, and he just says, "Stop your grinning and drop your linen," as he pulls the <laughs> lever, lever to open the airlock. 
Nice. Um, before before I move on, Samson, are you staying on the ship for now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, good. Uh, let's cut back to the the crew of three real quick as that uh, airlock enters. Um, so this is just a couple minutes ago, probably. Um, you're ushered inside and you're standing in in a it's a long hallway and there, there's little um, they're very narrow and uh, short, but it's very long and there's a bunch of hallways that, that branch off in like different access hatches um, and very dim light. Uh, but you're in a, a decently lit area and um, this this mountain of a man in front of you takes off his kind of rebreather or whatever. And uh, he nods at his, at the the lady next to him uh, to do the same, and uh, he kind of nods at, at you guys to uh, maybe you should take your uh, your helmets off. And Mia looks at Chuck. <laughs> Chuck's like, whatever, man, and just pops well, his if, helmet if off. If there's something wrong, I can fix you. You can't fix me, bitch. <laughs> And Chuck just takes his helmet up. And he slings his rifle and takes his helmet up. Blaine watches Chuck for a moment and slowly takes his helmet off as well. Yeah, assuming everything's fine, yeah. Mia would, would take hers off last. And that explains, like, as soon as you take your helmet off is maybe, like, when um, Padrick's comms would have came into range, but <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go with this. Just as the helmet goes off, you <laughs> yep. But, but little, that's all. The cool. little lights beeping on my helmet as I hold it down <laughs> at my waist. Yeah, yeah right. Um, little tiny speaker guys. <laughs> so before you stands this man and woman, and now that their masks are off and you're kind of in light, you can just see that they are. Um, they're very uh, homely, is, is a way to put it, but they're very, like, ragtag, very dirty. Her hair is kind of like, well, if you had lived in a desert compound for a long period of time. And uh, he judging. speaks... What's that? I'm not judging. Yeah. Probably he, smells uh, not great, I'm guessing. Yeah, there's not a pleasant smell. It's not minty like one would expect on a fluoride planet. And um, he still stings the nostrils, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little burning sensation. Uh, he speaks with a really, a really uh, deep voice, but um, and it's kind of booming. Welcome to our home. Uh, gotta be honest, we didn't expect to find anybody here. We did not expect you. Chuck just looks back at Blaine. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and such a wonderful home. Would you uh, do us the courtesy of, of giving us a tour and telling us the story of how you came to live here? It's, it seems quite interesting. The, the lady... Um, next next to him, she like blushes when you say it's a beautiful home, and she kind of like buries her head in in his the side of his chest. Um, and he says, "All all in good time." I am Jethro. Oh Jesus! 
Any excuse, <laughs> Strong. Chainsaw Massacre vibe. I was about to say, dueling banjos. Yeah, I was just reaching for my banjo. Mm -hmm. No, I'm thinking more Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But... <laughs> That's right. And uh, Blaine, Blaine will step in and do the uh, the handshake. He's had a lot of practice with this. so And he'll even do the uh, hand up on the shoulder. Uh at the same time. So. He's used to condescending to people. And he 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 puts his shoulder on you, but he slaps your shoulder like with more you realize that this guy isn't isn't skipping uh skipping arm day. And right. uh Jethro and this this is my lady Molly. And and she she kind of unburies her face out of his chest and she she smiles at you but it's kind of like she's got kind of like a long nose and like the smile isn't um, I don't know it's not pleasant it's like an Amia smile without like being too <laughs> too on the point and she's got she's got a long scar or like a long series of three scars down the left side of her face and then like her whole left side of her body um, is covered in, in tattoos and she just smiles at, at Blaine he smiles back uh, maybe Amia kind of walks up to Blaine and kind of like maybe there's a little like uh, side eye going on could you just give me one moment Molly most radiant flower of the desert and then he kind of turns to Amia. Yes. Uh, no, you you deal with the big man. I'll I'll keep an eye on this this one. Uh yes. Oh, uh, where were we? Uh, Jethro the Strong. Den, uh, thank you for the hospitality of breathiness. And again, we were not expecting to see you here. Uh, how is it that this has become your home? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were not expecting you. Come, let's let's sit. And they, uh, Jethro and Molly, start to move uh, further north down the tunnel. And then they they hang a left. And um, after I don't know, I don't know, eighty feet or so, they they take you to like you see a sign that says quarters, um, and they take you into like a uh, like it's not too different than like a lounge crew quarters that you'd see on in like a station like this, um, but they've kind of redecorated as as much as they can, if you will, and. Uh, Sit. We have we have many questions. Indeed, this will be a most illuminating conversation. Uh, Patrick. All right. You uh you walk down a a narrow short tunnel as well. You've got to crouch just a little bit. Um, there's not a lot of light. Um. And as, as you, like, pass different corridors, you look left, you look right, you don't really see anything. And you, you come to an area 
you're walking forward and you see like a set of, I don't know, like eight steps that lead upwards. All right. Um, does my ape suit or does the pulse rifle have some kind of light attachment? Yeah, there's like a front helmet light on the ape suit. Okay, so I flip that on and uh, check behind me to make sure like the one door I just came through is still open. Uh, yep. Sort of point the light in all the different corners of the room to make sure nothing's going to jump out and grab me. Uh, and then if it's all clear, I say clear, not realizing, oh, right, no one can hear me. And then I go up the stairs. Yeah, and as you as you kind of like look around and you look behind you, you are like right at the edge of the stairs maybe and you say clear, but as you turn around at the top of the stairs, you see like two sets of children, bare children's feet standing at the top of the stairs that definitely were not there before. All right, so do... Hmm. Do I accidentally squeeze off a burst? <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened before now, to be honest. <laughs> I thought when the air hit you, opening the airlock, you would just start firing in control. So I, I feel like I would do something accidentally as an oh shit, but not just say oh shit. I think this would really spook me. Um, fuck. I, I mean, I would, I would... I think I would let off a burst if that doesn't screw things up uh, above the no, table. No, no, I, I don't think it's completely... I, like, you're not just doing it to be a murder hobo. Do I really think Patrick would probably let a burst off? Yeah, it's fucked up, but he probably would. Yeah. So I'm it's, good with it. It's not like I'm slitting throats in Poland, but... Um, oh, so personal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... um. So yeah, Patrick, I don't know if it's... It's not an aimed shot, but uh, yeah, he was sort of his gun was sort of out in front of him and he accidentally squeezes the trigger. Okay. Um, yeah, because those slitting throats were useful. This is useful. <laughs> this is pointless. <laughs> Just not good trigger discipline from Padraig, but right. you know, why, why would we expect there's, it? There's, there's war crimes and then there's dipshit behavior. And the two are not the same. <laughs> this and is what, why... Oh, sorry, go ahead. What's the over-under on every one of these rounds striking home? multiple successes yeah Yeah, this is why Chuck Love always gives me the unloaded you know Barney Fife (laughs) pulse rifle (laughs) but not this the one that's just a solid piece of plastic that they use for (laughs) dummy training yeah Um, so yeah I I guess yeah Padraig fires off a burst yeah Um, Uh, so you're gonna make a uh, you're gonna make a ranged combat roll and it's not aimed, and I'm going to say these are small targets, so I'm going to give you a minus two, and let me see, does your pull, and you, you grabbed a pulse rifle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a pulse rifle is, oh, no bonus. So. Okay, that's good, the minus two. Okay, here you go. <laughs> it's going to get 17 successes. That's what happened okay. the last time you fired you, a gun. You're going to push it? Um, so above the table if I push it and fuck up is there a way that I make it less likely these kids die um well the the success is gonna stay so like you shot someone 
Um, so, no. Uh, uh, pushing it would really probably only just cause more damage. But. Okay, then yeah, I won't. I won't push it. Okay. Um, so, on a uh, success, you um, you hit, um, and so you do deal two damage. Um, oh, God. Hold on. Let me look at some stats real quick. <laughs> How many hit points do these children have? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Bet you didn't write that down, did you? Didn't expect Fuck. us to kill the kids. I don't wanna, I don't. <laughs> well, you know, that's not necessarily true, so... Um, ooh, like okay. we said, you point us towards failure. We'll get there. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna come up with some health, but while I do that, um, as as the um, as the crew of three enters this kind of like crew quarters, <laughs> you you hear the burst echo through this very quiet compound. Oh god! Um, but I want to just check in with uh, Doctor Ascot on on the how's it going mm-hmm. on the ship. I mean, I guess to be honest, you're probably oblivious to all of this. Yeah, yeah, because I can't hear any of it. So right. I'm just kind of wandering around. Okay. And do I have access to Spacebook still? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's a computer, so, like, you can get on on Mother. Um, um, I'm wondering if uh, if he should try and patch up what he, what he thinks he did wrong. Mm. Or if, uh, I feel like that Geraldo Rivera selfie is a strong second move. <laughs> <laughs> I also I like I like to imagine that he's sitting on the bridge, facing away from the window, you know, like yeah. just humming along, you know, maybe listening to some music, and you know, behind him, like all hell is breaking loose out in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This vehicles screeching to a stop, people leaping out and running in. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's like diehard, you know, the limo driver and diehard. <laughs> yeah, nice. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to attempt space book, but I am okay. oblivious to anything that might be going on, and I am listening to Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sailing, sailing. Um, okay. Um, so the crew of three hears a shot ring out, um, and you know, I'm just looking at like what adults have in terms of uh, like stats um, are I'm gonna go with um, so kids don't have a lot of health and like some adults only have two health in um, alien so I'm gonna put this on you um, why don't you tell me what happens uh, well I'm sorry to say the one that's named Newt. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so I fire off a, a round and it, it has to hit because I had a success. Yeah, you're going to hit something. Um, is there any way that it's not the children? Because uh, could like hit him with a fragment, you know, wing, wing him yeah, with part of the it, wall or something. If you're willing to let me do that, like so I don't put one center mass... <laughs> Uh, maybe, yeah. like it's sort of like 
it goes and it sort of gets away from me a little bit. So maybe one goes like right past their head and cuts their shoulder, or their their ear or something. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, I'm gonna go a little more than ear because it is like a you did hit. Um, okay. So it's like a shoulder they're not a... gonna be in good shape. Like they need medical attention. Um, and so a, a burst comes out from your pulse rifle, and then all of a sudden, like as as the area lights up, like with your pulse, you see uh, two children in front of you, um, and they're just staring at you. Like if you were to like really go slow mo here, they're just staring at you from the top of these stairs. They don't have shoes on their feet, and they're just they're dressed in like half dirty rags and their faces are dirty their hair's nappy and you hit um, you hit one of them in the shoulder um, and the the shots echo through the chamber and then all of a sudden the you just hear like a horrific screaming from one of the children and then the the other one that was standing there you hear like the patter of their bare feet slap the metal as it as it runs away all right um so it takes Patrick a couple seconds to realize exactly what he just had at the same time what he just did at the same time <laughs> he's never gonna forget the look on the kid's face that look of horror and anguish as the pulse rifle blew through its shoulder. Is it a boy yeah. or a girl? Um, it is a girl, okay. and um, she's probably like uh, 13 or so. Okay. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, so after I do that, after Padraig does that, God, this is awful. Uh, Padraig in a second instant and 10 seconds of bad, like gun discipline just drops the rifle and runs up to the kid like in anguish going like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, be all right. All right. Oh, oh God. I'm so sorry. Um, and, and tries to look at the kid over, sees all the blood and thinks, Oh shit, this kid is going to die. Not sort of realizing it's the shoulder for a moment. Um, and, uh, just starts, trying to like where, where, where's the blood where's where's the hole you know trying to pull away the shirt trying to figure out you know exactly where the wound is and back in the back in the kind of lounge area as soon as the sh you guys hear the shots and the, the scream and um Chuck would immediately be back to gun to weapon ready yeah, but I think maybe as you stand up, Chuck Jethro puts a hand on your shoulder and like drives you back down to his chair. Not in like a, not in like a. It's forceful, but it's not like a, he's not doing that to hurt you. And he looks like down the hallway with a very concerned look on his face. And then Molly is just staring at him. And then Jethro turns very slowly and looks at the three of you. And he and right now he's just like towering right above you, Chuck after kind of shoving you back down into your chair. Chuck just says, what the fuck was that? Bam. We'll stop there. Nice. Oh, yeah, get some cool. Good job. Very nice. Shot some kids. Just <laughs> off to, yeah. Yeah, drug, you know, I the just... professor again. That's what, <laughs> two, two out of the last three sessions, the professor's been seriously drugged. <laughs> it's true. 
I'm getting so used to playing a drug professor. Against his will, both times. Yep, yep, yep. I I've got to say, um, like I have come up with what I think are some clever twists and turns to throw at you guys. Uh, but I certainly like didn't ever plan on. Well, first off, separating the party again, and then <laughs> fucking Art going off on his own, and then Art shooting a kid. Like those aren't just things you can plan for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but great no job, everyone. Possibly again. be that stupid. <laughs> Checkmate. Uh, yeah. um, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. That's exactly right. And then, then you get Blaine, like, probably being caught up, like, master negotiator, and then fucking Jebediah shows up. And, anyways, uh, did you participate in the game session? Grab an XP. Did you risk or sacrifice something to further your personal agenda? No. No, I didn't really risk anything. Just no. This is a no. this is a big thrill for Chuck, but it was expected. Did you risk your life for your buddy, or did you challenge or stand up to your rival PC? Not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like next session some life risking might be going on. Um, I see Victor, Padrig, and Blaine with panic rolls. You get one for a panic roll? Yep. Nice. Did you overcome a dangerous event using violent or nonviolent means? Totally. <laughs> well, <laughs> you used violent means, but was it. You created a dangerous violent? event. That's the yeah, problem. Right. Was it dangerous? <laughs> so you have were... two. Did you make a significant discovery or revelation? Uh, maybe that there's people. There's here. people here? <laughs> that was totally unexpected. Yeah. Sure. I'll go with that. You want to take that. And, you, you know, to, to our credit, we didn't just immediately gun them down the moment the door opened. So well, uh, not sure you credit to everyone. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> The two the two characters in game that you expect to gun someone down did not, yeah. although it's almost expected of, of Ace for sure. Uh, did you perform an extraordinary action of some kind? Nah. No. Uh, and then, did you earn any money? Nope. nope. Still hustling. Still hustling. I can't wait for the. Um, post-season one debrief whenever we wrap this up because <laughs> I, I like there are like i i look forward to just talking about some things things that i had at the very beginning how much we could have things that how much we could have made on that scorpion venom had we not been massacred by a bunch of right and bread hill <laughs> well i don't want to use spoilers but you pretty much nailed it right on the <laughs> oh nice job everyone um it's so good so we'll pick up next time uh, with uh, Samson in the ship, I guess, and uh, mm -hmm. we'll figure out what's going on with uh, uh, Jethro and Molly and whatever whatever the hell that Art shot. Nice. All right. Very gentlemen. good. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. That All was right. good. Back in the month. Time to sleep. <laughs> All right. All right. Good night, guys.
Good night. Right. Have a good night, guys. Thank you again, Matt. Later. Yep. See you guys. Yep. Let's see. I need to get. Fuck me. <laughs>